0: I love it, baby. hello everybody it's dave neil stand-up comic and host of bachelor nation news may 11th 2023 this is called i can't let you go and we are jammed to it on this rush hour drive home a lot to get to we're going to discuss some non-bachelor news what's going out there in the entertainment world a wedding a surprise wedding announcement Plus, we're going to have Ari and Lauren as our featured content today on a podcast they were just on. All this and more on Bachelor Rush Hour. Oh, yeah, it's a thirsty Thursday, folks. I am grooving with you to some house music. Let's let this baby cook for a second. Five, six, seven, eight. All right. All right. Hanging out this day in May. Did you know that May 11th is Eat What You Want Day? And here I was gonna drop a few pounds before summer, but hey, it's Eat What You Want Day. Let's party. It's also Mocha Tort Day, so eat what you want, especially if it's a Mocha Tort. Go give yourself a, as much mocha torte as your heart could desire. In some non-bachelor news, those ice cream lickers that we talked about yesterday or a couple days ago—do you remember that story? I talked about they licked ice cream and put it away, and then of course they got exposed as being disgusting. Well, it turns out they faked the whole thing for clout. Cops say they bought the tub they licked, so I guess I guess legally they were al- were they allowed to lick it? put it back in the thing and then purchase it. I was wondering why they didn't lick a better tub of ice cream like a Haagen-Dazs. They went with, like, um, you know, no-name brand, like Publix brand, uh, iced, uh, you know, ice cream. Either way, they pissed off a million people, but at least they have some ice cream to eat because it's May 11th and you can eat anything you want. <laughs> Tie it all together here. A spokesperson for the Virginia State Police tells us they've determined Taquan and his girlfriend Asia did in fact purchase the tub of ice cream after they filmed themselves licking it at a local grocery store before placing it back in a freezer. So they only posted the video for views. But hey, that's the world we live in. Post apocalyptic. <laughs> the only thing that matters is building a following so make sure to hit the rating button on my podcast give us a review and don't forget to subscribe okay so anyway they deleted that uh, hey you know maybe they learned their lesson uh in the other story we have chris getting married to g flip chris no listen i've had a bone to pick with chris for a while now she's on selling sunset which i think premieres its new season in a few weeks and she had broken up with her husband um what was the name? Hartley? I don't know. He was from. Uh, 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 I was. Gonna, I was going to say Last of Us, the Fungi Show. No, This Is Us. One of us. Anyway, there they were, but um, it didn't work out, and she, you know, blamed her ex for serving her the divorce paper, whatever the case was. But now she's happy in a relationship with a uh, with her boo, G Flip, and G Flip is a Australian musician. And they uh, made things official. Uh, Chriselle hinted at their new matrimonial status Wednesday night. They posted the photos. They posted a reel. They did all the things. They're gushing for each other. And hey, guess what? It's May 11th. You can eat whatever you want and party uh, while you celebrate this second marriage. I believe. I believe this is Chriselle's second marriage. Although, I don't know, you know, I'm not keeping track. Um, She confirms that they, um, so, oh, G is non-binary, G Flip is non-binary, and they were an item last May during the Selling Sunset reunion special, months after her relationship ended with Jason Oppenheim. That's right, she dated um, Jason Oppenheim, her boss, Uh, so by all means, let's uh, run that by HR. Uh, just kidding. It's real estate. There's no HR, just commissions and hopes. All right, so there we are. We're happy for them. And in another friendship gone wrong, Selena Gomez organ donor France Francia called her out for drinking after a kidney transplant. <laughs> this is an interesting story because how, what is the policy if you gift somebody an, a, a kidney Do you then get to control what they consume with it? Like if someone were to say, gift me, I don't know, uh, you know, a lung, but I wanted to vape a little bit. Would they, should they be upset if I'm vaping with their fresh lungs? Um, I don't know. It's kind of one of those rules. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, as long as you have my kidney, you stick to my rules. What you do under my kidney's house is, you know. So they used to be thick as thieves, having met when they were child actors. And then Francia donated her kitty to Selena in 2017 after hers failed due to her battle with lupus. However, things soon went left. She recently fielded a bunch of questions from a paparazzi about Selena, but she dodged almost every single one. So anyway, she dragged dragged her through the mud for drinking... Um with her kidney. I don't know. Maybe um maybe the kidney wants some alcohol. You know what I mean? Listen, if you don't I I guess I'll ask Francia this. If you don't want her to drink with your kidney, could she at least microdose some gummies? I only ask because today's sponsor for Bachelor Rush Hour is Microdose Gummies, an incredible entry level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Look, microdosing helps curb my anxiety, and if you are getting in a fight with your friend because you're drinking with the kidney that they gave you, maybe, just maybe, you should microdose and help chill things out a little bit. Microdosing is available nationwide, and to learn more about microdosing, THC, go to microdose.com, use code Hour to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, microdose.com, code Hour. So as you guys know, we've been barrel scraping. There isn't too much going on in the bachelor world. This is the perfect time to get a quick vacation in. Tomorrow, I'm going to be heading on a weekend excursion. Now, I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. I have not yet told my wife what it is. The Patreon knows what it is. But... It's something my wife desperately doesn't want to do, but I think if she does it, it'll be a ton of fun. No, we're not going to go skydiving, but she has no idea. I had to take one of her photos for like a biometric reading, and she was like, what the hell do you have me doing? So I'm not going to say if it's sharks, swimming with sharks, although, look, I would never make my wife swim with sharks if she didn't want to or get into like a pit of spiders. It's not fear factor. But the thing I've got planned, I think, will be a white trash, and I mean that uh, with respect to people who like white trash things, but you know, I've always enjoyed the um, the ability to party that some people have that um, come from suburban territory, and by that I mean, you know, people that are out. You know, if you own a pontoon boat, you're okay in my book. I've never met someone on a who owns a pontoon boat that doesn't like a nice cold pack of beers and a microdose gummy uh, code rush hour. But either way, it's going to be a fun weekend. Um, I will have my laptop with me in case there's any. Break- breaking news to get to, but I think we're going to have it all covered for you guys. Now, later today, this I'm recording this Thursday at noon. Uh, I, I record this as last minute as I can so we can get all the up-to-date news for you guys. But later today, I'm going to be posting a second podcast uh, episode for you guys. It's a crossover episode, which is an, introdu- an introduction by me, and then I'm going to be featuring Game of Roses content. So I'm going to let Game of Roses explain what this is. Uh, this is a p- from the Game of Roses post. It's Micro Show May, baby. Today we have the amazing Stephanie and Jackie of She's All Batch in our feed. So definitely go check out and subscribe. When the micro shows come together, does that finally make us a macro show? Guess we'll find out. So all throughout May, the Game of Roses pod have organized a nice little crossover where I've been featured on the She's All Batch post, uh, uh, pod. I'll be featured on Game of Roses and vice versa. I'm going to be featuring Game of Roses. This is on mine so it's just a way for people to meet each other it's all based on this one clip i'm going to share with you guys right now excuse me wrong audio this one clip that we have from nick vial's podcast oh
1: like they have absolutely no ability to assert their perspectives and so they are like caught where is like that's the- true every you have all these other like little podcast and micro shows, micro shows, micro shows, micro shows, micro
0: shows, micro shows, micro shows, micro shows, micro shows, micro shows. Anyway, so there it is. Micro show may cross over into each other's feeds. So we appreciate the work that they're doing. Give them a shot. Check out Game of Roses podcast. Again, I'm going to share the next one with you. Just I wanted to give you the heads up here in case you're running like, oh my gosh, what's this? This is different. Yes, it is. Little podcasts coming together and by little, of course, we mean independent Produced We don't have Massive Payrolls and uh, insider information coming from the production companies. What they want us to say? No, we're free thinkers. We make the content we see fit, and that's why I think you guys mess with our authenticity. I do want to thank everyone who has left us nice ratings as of recent. Our ratings, I think, we're almost up to seven hundred ratings, maybe six hundred. Either way, just incredible all of the support out there. It's really made the podcast become more of a full time gig in in and of itself. You know, the YouTube channel, I make two or three videos a day. But to have the podcast here, I get to talk about subjects that just don't work on YouTube, things I can rant about and just be more connected with you guys. So I really appreciate all of your support. I mean, quite literally, you all have made this a reality. I couldn't be doing this if y'all weren't listening. And I've got big news coming up. I'm not going to announce it yet here. I did say it on the Patreon yesterday. I've booked flights. I'm heading out of town to do somebody's podcast. I'll let you speculate who, but it is another breadcrumb a giant breadcrumb a loaf of bread which is leading us into a certain direction and i couldn't be happier so more about that later but first let's get to this interview right after a break for a word from our sponsors Ari Jr. and his wife Lauren on the Unplanned Podcast, the Unplanned Podcast, talking about um, all things Bachelor. It's a, it's a... I'm going to go short of calling it an interesting interview, but it's funny to see the uh, these uh, Arizona celebrities going at it here. So um, we've got the, this couple, Matt and Abby Howard. They've only done 15 episodes of this podcast and they already have 278,000 subscribers, they are social media sensations. So they're only 23, and I guess this is last year, 23 and 24 years old. Abby and Matt have been social media sensations with 4.7 million TikTok followers, 2.34 million YouTube subscribers, and 15,000 followers on Instagram. They met in the eighth grade, and after dating long distance all throughout high school, eventually married their sophomore year of college. So there it is. Talk about a different upbringing than what you would get on The Bachelor. So it's kind of fun to see these this young, naive couple uh, be uh, you know asking questions about kissing multiple women but let's hear what Ari Jr. has to say also in this um, video they reveal which they may have mentioned this before but it was never a big storyline how they met before the show Lauren and Ari they had met before the show I don't know if it's because his season was like five or six years ago but I wonder if in today's world it would have been a bigger deal if we found out they met before the show Either way, let's have a listen. You
1: guys are happily married, like have three children. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's crazy that, I don't know. When I thought about The Bachelor, I was like, oh yeah, none of those couples work out. But like you guys clearly did work
2: out. So that that's really cool.
3: Yeah, I think we are rare.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I just looked today because there's like a post that came up because a couple broke up. And I think there's five... Of 25 seasons. Holy! You,
0: bat- do you think that Arya pops a bottle of champagne every time another couple breaks up? They clearly know they're... And hey, he's not wrong. They're one of the most successful couples if we're measuring success by being married with kids. They're one of the most successful couples to ever come from the show. Bachelor
3: 25. And
0: he'll yeah, There's on. a
2: lot of spinoffs for The Bachelorette. Yeah.
3: I told Matt, I said, I don't think those count. Because there's they're paradise. the odds of because then it's like the same amount of girls as boys right Mm
2: -hmm. yeah on paradise Paradise, yeah yeah. so i think
3: yours is more impressive (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah Yeah. does that feel like it was another lifetime ago
1: like that whole that whole thing
3: yeah you know i mean it just our reality is so different from yeah
0: could you imagine ari he's changing diapers he's picking you know poop off the walls and he's like i was just you know dating 30 women
3: the show now so it's kind of weird to even think we were ever there Did you guys know each other before the show, or did you like meet on the show? We met before the show. Oh, yeah. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. So so this is where I mean, look, guys. I'm probably wrong when I'm saying this wasn't news that was already broken, but it feels like I've never heard this before. That they just, oh, you know, we met before the show.
2: It was. It wasn't like we didn't really know each other, right? We just met at the racetrack and took a picture together. And I was dating somebody at the time. We had no idea that I was going to be the bachelor. I had no idea she she didn't know that she was was going on on the show.
0: It just feels like. It feels like Ari has all green lights. You know what I mean? He's the son of a famous race car driver. Um, so he gets into race car driving and then randomly meets a hot blonde. She ends up on his show. You know what I mean? Very interesting. And then what was
2: it, like six months later? Something
0: I mean, it was like only
3: three months later. Yeah, yeah, so three months later... He had been removed from the show for five years. And then I went to a casting randomly because my friends talked me into it. And they're like, you're gonna be on the show, watch Good Morning America to find out who The Bachelor is. So I'm watching Good Morning America, and then he walks out.
0: So you mean to tell me, you randomly meet a guy who was on The Bachelor in a country of 330 million people, and then weeks later, you recruit yourself to be on The Bachelor, not knowing it's gonna be him? I don't know, guys. Seems a little fishy to me. And it was wow. just
3: like the craziest Whoa. coincidence because yeah. I was expecting it to be one of the guys from the season before. Whoa. And then it just happened to be the guy I met. Yeah, how were you, yeah. The Bachelor, five years later?
0: Uh, I don't even really know, to be honest. I feel like. <laughs> so he tells a story about. How- okay, you know what? I'll, I'll let him tell it.
2: Um, what happened was there was a producer in the house who I really clicked with and he became the executive producer and he'd always been trying like lobbying for me to be the bachelor. And he's like, Hey, if I ever become the EP, like you're the guy. And, um, so I don't know like what exactly happened behind the scenes, but there was this other front runner, his name is Peter. And there was some sort of controversy over a contract. And last minute, I would say two weeks before filming, they dropped him and then they,
0: Two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Whoa. So it's almost anti-union of Ari. By the way, Mrs. B here, Jen says that she brought the picture. Okay, clearly I just don't remember that that happened. But um, either way, still fun fun to relive in the barrel-scraping season. So Ari gets cast... Um, he describes how he got cast as the batch as the batch on the bachelorette excuse me on the bachelor but how he got cast on the bachelorette was that he randomly ran into an ex-girlfriend of his who was then a casting person who uh put him on so very interesting stuff right there let's go over to the 640 mark and then we'll keep the conversation going been on stuff where i'm like
2: Oh man, they edited that so cool. Like, I'm glad they did that. Or, yeah, you know, how how they did that was so like awesome. And then yeah. I've been on like The Bachelor, where I'm like, wow, well, they really did <laughs> me no favors there, you know, because it's like, it's interesting, like w- where you fit in reality TV, it's all about like a storyline. Yeah. So, like, if you're the good guy or like the runner up or yeah. like somebody to root for, you're just gonna get this like magical edit. But if you're, if you're villainized, or if you they
3: they're s- trying to hide something.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. Like we, as soon as we got together, post show, the editing changed. It was like episode three or four, and I'm like, uh oh, this is looking dark. Remember <laughs> that? Not really remembering. I do. Clearly, I was like, it was like because they edit sort of. They finish the season and then they start editing everything, so they oh, don't really? edit as they go. Really, they so have to
3: see how it ends so that they can tailor it to that's good storytelling
0: though to- <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's a good way to do it i mean by the books they have a story arc and yeah of course as we know that's how it works all right <laughs> i don't know this guy cracks me up in all the nice ways yeah i'm sure they're good they're good good young little family like they're just cast for who they are and making good tv what? Like I always
2: thought, like there, so. There's a head of casting. Her name's Lacey, and I was like, you know, Lacey's gonna match me with somebody because she knows me. Yeah. But then I was like, wait a second, I don't think they really
0: care. They just want <laughs> no. good it's, just, it's just about good TV, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. It's
2: about who's gonna make good TV. But then, how did like?
1: Okay, here's my question, though. If people aren't cast for a specific person, then all these girls going on The Bachelor, like, why did they randomly all decide they like this guy? You know, like, how does that happen? Because I
3: think it's just like this competitive angle. It's really? like you're a hot commodity, so like everyone just wants that one guy. He's the only guy there. It's like the wow. last man on earth, you know? <laughs>
1: wow, yeah. <laughs> and you don't have your phones and,
0: and like are they? All right, so anyway, there's Ari, her husband, last man on earth. Um, I'm just going to go to 1110. Let's go to 1125. Keep this party going. Reality
2: TV, and um, I had actually dated somebody who was in local news when I was like 20, and she ended up becoming a producer for The Bachelor and I had just randomly ran into her at a coffee shop and she said, oh, hey, it's been 10, like, it's been so long. I'm like, oh, what do you do now? She's like, oh, I'm a, a producer for The Bachelor. And I was like, well, I'm single. So if you need me, <laughs> it was kind of like joking. And then she called me a couple weeks later and was like, hey, do you want to be on Bachelorette? And I was like, sure, let's do it. So it was really cool actually, because it was so like by chance, you know? Yeah, like mm-hmm. organic, was interesting. I guess,
3: girlfriend
0: Yeah. Uh, We're having fun today. This is fun. All right. So, yeah, his ex girlfriend, she's the one who who you can thank for your relationship working out. All right. Let's go to the 15 minute mark. Uh, This is where we start to see the giddiness that our guy over here has. What's his name again? Our local media sensation, Matt. You can just see how giddy he gets when he's like, So, wait a second. You kissed multiple girls? Back in uh, time, uh, I'm seeing uh, you like
1: make out with all these girls, and I'm like, I'm like, is that like, what is that like when you're, when
0: you're the back? uh, don't you? I'm laughing because every guy, maybe gal, has that friend who's like super naive and inquisitive. What's the like? So you guys used o- oils in the bedroom. What's it <laughs> like? Like, <can> just yo,
1: <laughs> just
2: make it out. What is it like, man? It's, I mean, he at was first, single. okay, at first, I mean, you're
1: single, yeah, you're single, so well, like. A
2: okay, single guy, at first, it's like so cool. You're like, this is like pretty rad, right? It's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I basically, it's you pretty know, awesome. This is like a cool experience.
0: But yeah. then, this guy looks like the guy that brings out a guitar at the cookout at their campfire you know what I mean he's got kumbaya energy so Ari mentions yeah it's all fun and games so you gotta start dumping these ladies he said, I got a binder full of women I gotta reject them HR has to be there alright so let's go to the part where Ari talks about how much it totally sucks to have to dump your fiance right and we were all like
2: sick it was like we all got sick off whatever food they were feeding us over there and so it was just like the last week was just like a real obviously a tough one
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. For those of you that may not know, Ari proposed to a girl that was not Lauren. Mm -hmm. What was the time gap between
0: coming back to her? I don't
3: remember the show as well right now. Like, how did the show end and it was like, you guys.
0: Ari's like, let's not relitigate this because you can imagine every time Lauren and Ari are in a fight, Lauren's like, why don't you just go back to Becca?
3: We're going to get married. Or did, how did it resolve? No, like, no,
1: they, I think like in the show they build in to where you you see. I
0: love that rather than letting Ari tell you what happened as he was there, they're trying to re-remember it. <laughs> You see the proposal, and then they have art. They're like a couple that tells you, don't you hate it when a couple will tell you what a movie's all about? Well, there's this giant dinosaur. Honey, you didn't mention the lost arc of, you know. In like real
1: time. We weren't watching in real time. It was like you in real time, and yeah. then you're with like Lauren, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, this is actually what happened, and they like play back all the... We've
3: everything. actually never seen the ending, so I don't, you, we yeah, don't we know we
1: never what watched it No that. way. Oh. So you just didn't watch it because you are just like, you know what? Too close Been to there. Don't Yeah, too
3: we traumatized. It, you know, at that point.
0: Let's start to a GoFundMe to get them to watch the ending, and we'll watch them watch the ending. Just see Ari walking around in an Airbnb, just you know, dumping Pekka nonstop.
3: We had to go on after the final rose, and everyone had just watched the ending, so we mentally just couldn't handle watching it and then going on. to Oh talk my about god! It. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: it was bad. I knew it was <laughs> going to be bad, but it was really bad. As it far was as worse like.
3: than we thought that it would. Like
1: be. how yeah. so?
2: Well, I think like you know, obviously you make that call you know obviously you don't feel good about what you did you know you're like shoot I shouldn't have made that decision or I need more time or why didn't I why did I do that and I think the biggest thing is like when I was like nope I'm gonna call Lauren we're gonna I'm gonna see if I can work it out with her then um, I like clued production in on it and that was kind of I thought that would be good for us because I thought they could help tell a story and it just kind of backfired really yeah it
3: turned into the story being about the next season, like, propelling it into being successful rather than highlighting the story that was already there,
0: you know? Hey, Lauren, no shit. Are you kidding me? Uh, the 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 story becomes Becca and damsel in distress, uh, overcoming your guy. Now, she got the guy. Like, Lauren gets the guy, right? But Ari has to, you know, lick the ring and take it off of Becca's... Finger and like no, she's like, give it to me, give it to me now. You know, just Crisco on it. You know, if, if anyone ever shakes your hands with Crisco, be careful, they're about to steal that ring. Neil Lane's like, we need it for the next year, uh, money's tight, give us the diamond, give us the diamond. Uh, so anyway, I digress. <laughs> Lauren's like, they made the whole thing about you know him breaking some woman's heart, that's exactly what they did. No one cares about your relationship. If it bleeds, it leads. Wow. Yeah, they
2: kind of they were like they kind of pitched it as like we're gonna rom- romanticize this. Like she was a person you were always supposed to be with, so we're gonna watch you run back to her, and then it's gonna let people know like why yeah. you made the decision. Yeah. And then they kind of cut all that out, and then they just made me. They just like aired like a super long breakup scene. Yeah. And then it was like cut to Lauren, and now we're together, and people were just like. Well really yeah. confused, yeah. They're like, What? You know? Yeah. So I think they I think they kinda in hindsight, we should have just done that all privately. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so it could have been like you ended up with Becca on the show and then and then people end up finding out Oh, he actually ended up with Lauren and Me, they and it's know. not on the show Yeah, because I like watching that I felt bad for you. I was like this sucks to where like he has no control over what they're pushing out They're gonna just tell the narrative that makes them the most money and boost the, the viewership and they did a great job They really did. I mean like yeah, yeah on, their, on their end like they're like, <laughs> yeah, like screw Ari Let's just do whatever it's gonna get us more views Yeah <laughs>
0: I love how aware this guy is. He's like, hey, it's a good storytelling idea. They did a good job. And he's right. Look, the show doesn't have your back. Now, they obviously, the show didn't do a good job of telling the Ari and Lawrence love story. And I hate to say that that's the risk you take because you guys know I like champion, for the most part, reality stars to get the justice that they need. But at the same time, I mean, Ari's had every privilege from, you know, the second he was born, he was, uh, you know, on the third baseline. Uh, and he thought he had hit a triple but you were just born there but and um oh come on he's doing just fine the prices of avocados are a little high but he, he can use some of that government subsidy he has to cover it and we will be back tomorrow with more content if you didn't catch on youtube i did a vanderpump rules recap i won't uh, air that here but you can go check that out on youtube uh it is the last week before the finale so lots going on in the vanderpump world I think my brain may implode before I remember all of the different names and characters. And now we're going to have to meet all the charities, guys. So I guess that means I'm going to forget another childhood friend. You know what I mean? One in, one out. That's how it works here. Okay, well, I hope you got home safely, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow as we are every weekday afternoon with another Bachelor Rush Hour.